Um, we will be moving now to our next speaker of the day. Um, we are going to be joined by Dr. Jacques Ludic, who is the founder and CEO of Cortex Logic and Cortex Group. And it's absolutely fantastic to have you with us. Um, Dr. Jacques Ludic is going Thanks, to be Crystal. talking to us about leveraging AI for business. Um, and you're going to specifically be talking to us about what are the critical paths to follow to access the market as a small business, and what are the challenges and opportunities for AI businesses in South Africa. So very excited and very happy to hand over to you, Jacques. Thank you very much, Crystal. Appreciate that. Can you hear me clearly? Yes, perfectly. Okay, perfect. fantastic. So I'm just going to quickly share my screen. Uh, just on a second. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm doing it right now. Okay, Chris, can, can, you, can, can you see yes. my screen? Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Good. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig into that straight away. So let I just want to quickly um, show this before I just get out. Let me just quickly go full screen. Yeah. Okay. Can you see my screen? I can. Yes, yes it's full see. screen now. Much better. Okay. Right. I'm gonna I'll head into those topics that you just mentioned straight away. I just want to contextualize things very briefly uh, because I think it's also relevant for the people here as we transition. We obviously want to make sure that businesses thrive and entrepreneurs and businesses in SMEs thrive in the smart technology era. And when I talk about the smart technology era, the fourth industrial revolution, people talk about the fourth industrial revolution. I think it's not just industrial. It touches every part of society and economy um, in various sectors and industries massive social impact as well. So my massive transformative purpose and that of my businesses and non-profit organizations is how can we shape a better future in the smart technology era? How can we use smart technology to enable that? And AI is just a proxy for smart technology. There's more smart technology tools in that toolbox, but AI is probably the most impactful one and in combination with uh, a few others, um, cryptocurrency. This, if you look at um, um, blockchain technology as such, but but also some of the the others, um, that's quite important. Very briefly, um, obviously you mentioned Cortex Logic and Cortex Group. Um, we've even we we've actually transitioned Cortex from uh, AI enterprise solutions business, which I will be talking about now. So I'll I'll talk through some of the, the things that SMEs and businesses in general and uh, should be doing to become AI-driven, AI-driven digital, well, transformed, to be transformed in, a, in an AI-digital fashion. Um, so I'll be talking about that specifically. But what we are doing ourselves is we're drinking, drinking our own Kool-Aid. And what we are doing is to apply um, all of that in generating an AI-driven digital platform where we more provide specific solutions that we can control in terms of the data gathering and how we work with data and the, and the solutions that we offer. And you see the result of that is, is things like Journey, which is a wellness solution 
um, a digital wellness solution. We're looking at democratizing digital healthcare. And Vive Teens is an example of a AI driven app platform focused on teenage mental health. Very focused solutions, but AI driven. It's got intelligent virtual assistants, there's data mining at a back end, all the principles and things that we apply with normal businesses for the AI enterprise, we apply here as well. So I just wanted to, to briefly mention that. And then the final thing before I get into the rest of the presentation is um, I, do, I did write a book, Democratizing AI to Benefit Everyone. And in that particular book, I, I, I speak very much to the topic of this whole session here, where I'm showing how you can actually transform a business. Um, and I'm going to talk about, the, 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 well, I'd go in much more detail there about how you can transform businesses uh, to become truly, to, to thrive in this era. But I'm also going through many, many different examples in almost all the sectors and industries as well. So there's other things that I talk about there as well, but uh, I, I just wanted to mention, I actually go through lots of different examples. So it's worthwhile looking at that. And the audiobook will be available um, this month worldwide on, on all the channels, Apple and, and, Play, and, and, and Play Store and Audible and so forth. Okay, so that was that. Um, I'm going to quickly jump out of this one. And I wanted to, uh, so I just want to quickly go to, there we go, just get out of this one, get into, um, oops, there we go, there we go. This is a presentation I did yesterday evening. So I'm going to go to this one that I did last year, um, which is super relevant. And I'm just going to put this in, uh, in full screen mode. This is part of the AI dialogue for South Africa. And we talked about how does businesses thrive. Um, and basically, this was about AI innovation to help businesses, obviously, which includes SMEs, thrive in a smart technology era. Um, and a lot of things here is super relevant um, as well. So I already talked about my massive transformative purpose. I'm not going to go into that now. Um, I don't think we need to set the scene too much with regards to the fourth industrial revolution or smart technology era. As, apart from just saying it's clearly, we're talking about a fusion of a bunch of technologies, smart technologies that's blurring the lines between the physical, digital, and biological worlds. And doesn't matter what kind of business you are in, um, this is the reality that's hitting us, and it is affecting all disciplines, economies, and industries. Um, so it's massive uh, in that regard. Um, and, and, we, and, and another important thing is we need to be super agile. Um, there's another article that I referenced in my book as well, where they talk about, especially in COVID-19, it's only the agile that survive. So I have actually talked about what does it take to survive? And as we talk about smart technology adoption, those type of things, uh, but because of the speed of technology change, there's, there's, uh, there's real pressure on businesses to, to, to not uh, rest on their laurels uh, as well. So we live in the AI era. Um, I think you can almost categorize the era just before that is the internet era, uh, but with all the instrumentation. And when I mean by instrumentation, I mean that what we're doing as a, as a civilization right now with all the technologies and with the internet and with social media and cell phones and all of this, we're creating enormous amounts of consumer facing data that complement the industrial IoT sensor data that was that was there for a, quite a while um, and we've got a lot more data to work with data rich world that we've entered and that changes the ball game it sets things up for uh for all sorts of things ai machine learning 
but also decentralized transactions, all sorts of different things. So it's fascinating times. I'm going to just skip a few slides here and I'm going to want to go straight to this. So when you look at any business, it's me, it doesn't matter what business you, you, you are in, you've got to start with the outcomes. You've got to think about the business value drivers to thrive in the smart technology era. Um, and I've just categorized um, and, uh, the, the big drivers into these buckets. So on the left-hand side, I've got increasing operational efficiency, effectiveness, and revenue. And when you look at industrial or consumer-facing business, consumer-facing business, it's all about the user. It's all about how do I cross-sell, upsell? How do I uh, don't lose customers? On the industrial side, it's all about how can I improve my processes? How can I ensure my equipment is available so that I can increase my throughput, increase my yield, increase my quality? And then, so you want to increase productivity, increase revenue, and you can use AI, machine learning, smart technology to help you with that. And then obviously recommendation, we see that recommendation engines everywhere with Google, Amazon, Netflix, uh, all those type of companies, but any consumer facing um, kind of business, uh, financial services, all of those kind of businesses, retail recommendation engines is, is, a, is a really big part of that. And that's based on data um, and data mining and, and doing these recommendations. Um, but then you also want to reduce risk. So you want, don't want process and equipment failure. You don't want customers to go away. Customer churn, um, fraud, waste and abuse is huge. And a previous speaker just talked about cybersecurity, hugely a big area. And we will see more and more AI um, coming into the play, their data-driven approaches to automate things. Um, so that's a huge risk for many, many businesses as we become more digital. And then we want to lower costs. So you obviously want to in increase your automation, but you want to eliminate redundancy. Uh, industry in the industrial space, you want to obviously reduce energy and raw material usage and look at your operations and maintenance. So with all of this, as you become, as we become more data-driven, and we almost create digital twins of our businesses, of our operations, of, of people, et cetera, um, there's more and more opportunities to actually optimize and create, uh, do, do special things. But then there's the, this, the middle bucket here, and it's all about creating strategic value. So how can we make faster, better, more proactive decisions? Um, how can we in, improve our R&D, be smarter, forecasting, innovation, collaboration, enhance scalability? But not only that, we know that data is the new oil. It opens up possibilities to create new business models, new revenue growth opportunities. And that's exactly what we're doing with our AI-driven business businesses that we're busy with, platform businesses. Um, there's opportunities to create new business models and latch onto what we're currently doing. There's growth opportunities. And then the last bucket here is more focused on the customer consumer side, where it's really all about, we want real-time on-demand digital personalized service delivery assistance and advice. So you wanna create that enhanced customer experience, have more targeted sales and marketing, and there's a bunch of things that one can do in that regard. And then obviously for that, you, you, you need to do 360 degree insights. You need to get that about your consumer. And, and you can then obviously in that space, for me, it's like AI on both sides. It's on the human computer interface where you can use intelligent virtual assistants, maybe augmented reality, virtual reality, um, anything where you can get better interaction with your customer, real-time interaction. Um, but then there's also mining that data because as you interact with the customer, every click, every interaction is data. 
that you can mine and do something with. And you obviously want to do this in a trustworthy, ethical way. So that's another thing that's super, super important. Um, so I'm going to, I just want to skip a few things. I just wanted to quickly, just the way we've organized things in, in Cortex Logic, I think it's relevant in general. I'm just going to be very brief here. Um, so just talking to the things that I've just mentioned, the business value drivers, um, you can create very much personalized solutions for those consumers in terms of churn, risk, pricing. So for instance, one of the applications for one of the banks, we did dynamic pricing, home loan pricing where you can actually have individualized, personalized dynamic pricing, not just um, pricing that's uh, focused on, a, on a, just big categories necessarily. Or, um, so there's quite a bit that you can do, much more machine learning driven, much more personalized. And then the whole thing about in, uh, human computer interface, the engagement, there's so much that one can do. To be smarter with emails, uh, uh, just the way you chat, uh, via websites, the search, uh, all of those kind of things. And then I would say on the industrial side, especially you will see the detection of problems, um, uh, real-time causal analysis, optimization of processes and, and, and plants and equipment. But then in general, fraud, security, hugely important areas. And then for me in the 2010s, the big thing that was added to the AI toolbox was just the fact that we can work not only with the normal numerical data and categorical data, but we can now work with audio, vision, geospatial data, IoT data at scale. Um, so this is where the sense comes in. And that adds so much um, to the, uh, you, you see what Tesla is doing with self-driving cars and how they're using uh, vision cameras, uh, footage and, and video and so forth to, to create incredible solutions. Um, so I'm gonna, I just wanna quickly continue. I don't wanna go too much in detail about these things. Uh, and, and what I just wanted to say before I get into um, just more specific things that SMEs can do as well. So this is just some examples of, of uh, just to speak a bit more specific to the things that I've done, uh, that we've done. So smart personalized recommendation for retail customers. Uh, this is one of the case studies for 8 million loyalty scheme members making impact there. I've mentioned the dynamic price optimization for predicting home loans. A percentage increase in home loans market share translates to billions of rands. So there's a huge, so it's again, going back to the business value drivers. Is this stuff that we are doing making an impact? So from a SME perspective, you should always be asking, what is that quick wins? What, what, what is the bottom line? What, how can I contribute to the bottom line of the business? I think a big thing for any consumer facing business is personalized intelligent virtual assistance. So we've created wellness, so it says, uh, both on the health wellness and financial wellness um, side, we've done quite a bit of work and I've talked about beef teens that we've spun out, spun out as a separate company focused purely on teenage mental health um, and, and uh, young adults and so forth uh, around that community. And we're using blockchain and cryptocurrency and we're creating our own beef token along with all the AI. So using that full smart technology toolbox. Um, churn prediction insurance, massive opportunities. Here is an example of cost savings between 100 and 120 million rand per annum. Um, and then the normal automation stuff that you see with robotic process automation, there's quite a bit of machine learning stuff that you can add value there as well, um, where you can make a difference. Fraud detection, we've mentioned before. Risk scoring for hospital benefit management, significant savings through exception management and fraud, waste and abuse. Lots of savings there. Um, and then also on the technology, uh, in the industrial side, and, and my, my previous AI company, Seasin Systems, that was sold to General Electric, 
we focus exclusively on the industrial manufacturing, mining, minerals, metals space. Um, and this is just an example with Cortex, where we also looked at um, AI-driven automation of mining operations to increase revenue and reduce risks. Okay, so these are just very specific examples. I'm going to skip the, uh, there's a whole wellness coach thing, uh, which is very interesting and topical, but I, I wanted to, and there's things around AI-driven cybersecurity, quite a bit of stuff uh, a year uh, as well. But what I wanted to very briefly end off with, um, I think my, my time is limited. So, so how companies are adopting AI? This, this is, I do go into a lot more detail in the book as well. But the six characteristics of early AI adopters is digitally mature. And typically you see the larger businesses um, have a kind of afford to actually use their data to make a difference. But I don't think there's a problem for SMEs to do this because you can start generating your own data. Even if you implement intelligent virtual assistants with your customers, that generates data. So you should always be thinking about smart ways to, to, to actually um, uh, create uh, uh, data for your business. Um, there's call centers, interaction, there's lots of data. That, uh, and I think Ryan Falkenberg will be talking about clever solutions in that regard as well. But adopting AI in core activities, adopting multiple technologies, focus on growth over savings. Those are important ones. So well, both is important areas. You've got to have executive level, uh, level support for that. So, so if you think about AI-driven digital transformation catalysts to generate business value. So if you want to say, this is time, I want to bring, I want to accelerate the path to value generation. doesn't matter what business you're in. There's five things, five elements of successful AI transformation. And the first one starts with the use cases as sources of value. And that's what I talked about initially when I talked about uh, um, the business value drivers. What are, what are those things? It's very important to figure that out. What's the intent? Um, then the data is super important. You want to create the data ecosystems and put the data, you've got to have data availability, very important. Then techniques and tools, you've got to make sure you've got the tools. If you don't have the skills and to use the tools, then partner with solution, AI solution providers, um, build, hire the right skills internally to help with that. Lots of open source tools available these days um, to do so much. It will, there's no excuses anymore. Um, then, obviously, in terms of people, uh, data, data science skills availability, but it's also um, open, uh, the, the culture organization. You've got to have an open culture and organization. You've got to think about your processes, because the moment you implement the AI solution or any kind of digital transformation solution, it's got an impact on people, on your workflows, et cetera. So you've got to think in a responsible way about process and change management and organization alignment and so forth. So these things are very important. And uh, here is just a bit more details around that. In the interest of time, I'm not going to go through that. But you can, this is just something that I've used from the Industrial Data Corporation. I've used this at General Electric. I've used this at Jumo. I've used, used this in Cortex Logic and uh, my businesses as well. Um, where you can actually measure, you can look at your, your five elements here intent, your strategy. You can think of technology, people, data, and processes, and you can look at your maturity. Are you in an ad hoc state or opportunistic state, repeatable state, a managed state or an optimized state? It might be that you are quite good on the technology front, but not on the people front or not in the data front. Well, without the data, you're anyway not going to get proper solutions, but you've got to look at your process. You've got to look at, uh, are, are, am I working on the right use cases? So, so those kind of things are very, very important. Um, and then and then maybe my last 
thing here is um, I think we're moving towards a world where you'll see more and more assisted and augmented intelligence, but also autonomous intelligence. So we got to make sure that we adapt to to these uh, these kind of changes. Um, I think I'm going to end with that. Um, there's there's quite a bit more that I can talk about. Um, unless this, uh, let me just uh, stop here and let's address some any questions. Any questions that people have. Fantastic. Thanks so much, uh, Dr. Ludic. One question that did come through um, is if you can just share details on your book and where one can purchase a book. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely worthwhile. I also want to say I'm going to make it also, there's going to be some announcements where I can make it super affordable to as many people as possible. Um, there's going to be quite a bit of stuff on, on YouTube um, clips and stuff like that as well. Um, as I've mentioned, yeah, I just want to quickly say, so I've got a, I'm just going to quickly, just want to show you this. So it's available on Amazon, the ebook, as well as the paperback version. I'm going to make it available in more places, and we're going to look at local distributors as well. But then the audio book uh, has been finished, and it's going to be available anywhere here. So on Apple, Audible, Audiobooks, uh, Google Play, AnyPlay. Uh, all of that. Um, so it's going to be probably most audiobook marketplaces in October uh, this month. So, and and it's probably easier to, to listen to a lot of the stuff there. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll, there will be quite a bit of podcasts around this as well and more talks about this. Um, yes. Any other questions? Uh, nothing specific on the chat. I think before you uh, before you stop sharing and then we can sort of open it up to the other speakers as well. Um, the, the that slide that you had on the sort of assisted tech uh, yes. AI to augmented to autonomous, I think that's super powerful. Um, yes. And what would you say is there a timeline to that or? Um, yeah, different... it's quite a bit. I talk about this in the book quite a bit as well. Um, so there is. So I think what we see here, I'm going to show you some examples. Uh, just going to quickly go to that slide to end up with. So if you look at um, assisted augmented autonomous intelligence. So with autonomous intelligence, you see examples of autonomous vehicles and smart investment. So smart investment is already happening. Autonomous vehicles, because of Tesla and Waymo and a bunch of th uh, things, there are there's many examples of this. Not only this, if you look at factories and the amount of robots, even in the manufacturing of cars, so it's it's not just the actual the car that's doing self-driving. It's it's a lot of stuff is being automated. So we we see that, and and what we see here is the 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 nature of the tasks, um, the nature of the task changes here, and decisions are automated. But if you look at augmented intelligence. That's like business strategy analysis using machine learning, smart clinical decision support. We already see that. Assisted intelligence, we definitely have seen this quite a while. So if you think about any machinery, any piece of equipment that's using, um, say, advanced process control or is using um, real-time causal analysis or any processes in factories, this is what we've done in the 2000s extensively. Um, uh, applications in that space in ovens, boilers. So you see that kind of assisted intelligence. Um, and where humans don't learn, but tasks are automated. And when it's augmented, um, then obviously human informs machines, but machines inform humans. So I think there's, um, but I would love to see, I, I do have a, a slide, and maybe I want to end with this. Um, uh, sorry, just final, final, final thing here, this, this one. So the future of AI, I would love to see a more human-centric 
kind of future, and I talk quite a bit about this in the book, I've got a massive transformative purpose for humanity defined. I've got, uh, there's, some, there's some really exciting ideas that, that we need people to, to tap into. But if we create a future where tools are just tools and it's helping us, then augmented intelligence is super important. There will be places for autonomous intelligence, but what we want is use AI as a tool with the warm embrace of humans to provide better services, human-centric services with compassion that we value. So if you think about, even if you think about jobs, you can actually look at, um, uh, looking at teachers and elder companion and volunteers and all sorts of things, creative works and so forth that could be on the top quadrant if you look at this. Um, and so I do see a future where we don't want to do boring things. We don't need compassion that the way where it can be completely automated. So AI can play that space. But the moment it moves to creativity and strategy, yes, we know AI can make a difference there, but we can engineer society where AI and smart technology is existing us. But the moment it's going above here, when it's more about compassion and human services that we're starting to really value, then humans can play a, a big role there. Um, and you, you will just see we use augmented, autonomous, and, and, and um, assisted intelligence everywhere. So the short answer is all three of those has, have arrived. We're going to see a lot more autonomous intelligence going forward. Um, according to PwC, that will be probably the biggest market. Um, but, but still, I think we need to engineer, be just smart and wise, how we engineer society and what we value. And then the future will look bright for humanity. Sounds good. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Good. Thank you so much, Dr. Ludic. Really appreciated your time. I know that you've got loads and loads of amazing insights to share with us. So perhaps we could look at doing something further in the future. Fantastic. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks Crystal. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.